This podcast is proudly brought to you by Infinity Media, incubating innovative businesses in the media industry. Hi, I'm Gordon Muller. I'm a guru in the Doc and Guru podcast. Thanks for being with us. For those of you who don't know me, I've spent over 40 years in the media industry in South Africa and uh, pretty much made it my home, my life, my passion. I have other passions, unfortunately, for my sins. I'm an Arsenal supporter and a Shark supporter, so we're going to do pretty much everything on the show as it pertains to media, marketing and money, but we don't take jokes about Arsenal or the Sharks. I'm Doug Mateus, uh, the doc on the show. Uh, and again, for those of you who don't know me, I've uh, spent 30 years in, in uh, various companies in South Africa uh, running uh, different marketing functions. And the last job I had, I was privileged in, uh, enough to work with a team that took uh, the brand to the fastest growing brand in South Africa in 2018 with a 47% year-on-year growth. So that was a, a great achievement uh, for the team and, and, and I'm really proud of that. Uh, from a personal point of view, I do a little bit of cycling uh, and also snow skiing. So we quite enjoy that. But again, uh, today's discussion is around all things marketing and media. Yep, that's right, Doc. All things marketing and media. No subject too big, no topic too small, no subject too hot to handle please get in touch with us on our facebook page follow us like us whatever it takes we would love you to be involved with the show and uh, we really want to make it as inclusive and as energetic as i know this industry is capable of morning doug Hey Gordon, how's it going? I'm going well. I'm trying to decipher that jersey of yours. It looks like a cross between NASA and a Blue Bulls rugby jersey. <laughs> I prefer the NASA. I'm not a huge Blue Bulls fan. What so, on uh, earth is that jersey? It even so, says official on it. Well, it does say official. And now that I look at it, I, I don't know, Gordon. I just pulled it out of my cupboard, and you know, it, it's uh, in keeping with your shorts and slops. The vibe of of late, I thought I'd be a little bit more casual. You're my fashion <laughs> icon, Doc. I mean, I, you know, I mean, if you're going to drop the standards, then we're <laughs> you know, there's only one where we can go on this one. But speaking of fashion icons, we've got today with us uh, Wing Wing Glulua, who is one of the most well-known personalities and creative uh, in this country, certainly in the last two decades. And he, too, was a fashion icon until I saw his video this morning. Wing Wing, how are you doing? I'm great. You've got it. Yeah, I know. Listen, I mean, I don't want to sort of out you here but i mean the dreads are gone bro i mean the last time you and i were on a, a show together was no lean on on three and you had dreads everywhere basically now they're gone what's the story you gordon uh that's about um one marriage three kids <laughs> so you lost the dreads between marriages. Okay, that's fair enough. We're, we're <laughs> but you know, thanks for uh, for joining us today. Um, sorry, I'm mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Um, no, we... no, sorry, no, only one marriage. I was single then. Oh, okay, all right. Well, there you go. I mean, you know, I, I've unfortunately, you know, I'm not very good at collecting wives. I still got the same when I was issued when I was at school. So uh, I have very poor opinion uh, on on how that whole thing works. <laughs> Um, we're going to chat a little bit later on about um, yes, your yes. diversity and marketing workshops, which is the main thrust. But um, 
just give us a little bit on the background. I mean, how did you get into advertising? It's a different place now than it was, you know, 20, 25 years ago. You, you, you've been yeah. around for a long time. Um, yes. how, did you, how did you get into it and, yes. and what was the appeal all the way back then? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, um, as, as you say, it was a bit of a strange uh, uh, career choice for um, a black kid from Soweto. Um, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the 90s. So what happened is uh, in high school, um, I think one of the subjects was business economics and getting into the nitty-gritties of marketing. I uh, found out that in advertising, there's a creative team and there's a person who kind of uh, comes up with, uh, with the words and the ideas and the whatever, and the catchy stuff, smart stuff. And I thought that sounded like me. So that... that career stuck in my head and uh and uh getting into advertising was something completely different it was daunting um for, for everybody especially somebody coming from from the outside like me so i kept my dream burning you know and i went off after school i uh did a i did a bcom through unisa uh ended up uh in banking um ended up working for for one of the big banks in their um Sort of business banking kind of division as a credit administrator, Gordon. <laughs> so and then, uh, but I, you know, I, I hadn't lost my, my love for advertising. I was the ultimate uh, advertising groupie or fan. So I kind of knew who are the big agencies, who's doing what, uh, who's won what. And um, so one day I was in Santa City uh, having lunch with a friend of mine who just come back from uh, what 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 they call those things that. Um, that uh, rich kids take after after school for varsity gap year. So he come back from a gap year in Europe, this chap, and we're sitting having lunch at the old Mac Rib in, in Santon. So this man comes up the escalators, um, and I recognize him immediately as Gwengwengkomo, uh, the kind of only black creative person I know of in the South African advertising industry. So this man walks past us and greets us with the warmest and friendliest smile. So I took that as a sign. So I saw where he was going and I followed him in. And uh, I went and boldly introduced myself and, uh, and told him what I wanted to do. So, yeah, Nguyen's what a nice man. <laughs> he, he indulged me uh, and uh, gave me whatever, 10 minutes of his time and gave me his business card. So that was a Friday afternoon. The following Monday, first thing, um, I called him and then he asked for my CV. Uh, and then... Uh, as fate would have it, my uh, office where I worked with the bank happened to be across the road from the old Lindsay Smithers offices oh. on uh, Fredland Drive. Yeah. So it was just, I walked across the street, dropped off my, um, my, uh, my CV at reception and uh, called him on his, on his phone to tell him uh, it's, <laughs> it's at reception. <laughs> my, yeah, make sure you get it. So, so he got it. And uh, within two weeks, I, I got a phone call to come in for assessment. Um, I took a day off from the bank um, and um, basically made sure that I wore a disguise so that my colleagues couldn't see me because they were across the road. You know, that's how <laughs> I do it. They couldn't see me into Lindsay Smithers. And I went in there. There, were, there must have been about 50 kids. Um, 50, so, so at the time, because um, it was 95, late 95, 
the advertising industry or a couple of agencies were starting to recruit uh, um, black uh, talent. So that day, there were about 50 kids from all different uh, kind of art schools and, 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 and whatever, you know, um, and kind of real artists. Um, and there was me from the bank uh, across the road. So I, so um, they gave us some um, copy tests, um, you know, um, a copy test is basically, um, it's like a, an exam, or it's exactly what it is, a test has a couple of questions that uh, assess different um, aspects of your creativity, you know. Mm. So um, 50 of us there, I went, did my thing, wrote it, and uh, I think I aced it. Um, and then when we're leaving, they asked if uh, any of us would be interested in other um, kind of um, departments or yeah. other areas of advertising. And um, I thought, well, let me put my name down for this, you know, just to get a, a foot in. Anyway, got called back to come and, uh, and uh, interview for the other um, um, program, which was uh, the non-creative pro- pro- program, Media, Strat, uh, Client Service. So I went, uh, went in for that interview, and within 15 minutes, uh, I'd been uh, accepted, and uh, I was just uh, chatting away for the next 45 minutes with my interviewer, and we became the biggest of friends. Anyway, so I started uh, in advertising on uh, January the 15th, 1996, as a, as a trainee um, in the Izipo program at, uh, at uh, Lindsay Smithers FCB back then. Yeah, I mean so that's how I started, and after about three months, sorry, Gordon. After about three months, they got round um, and the creative guys, heads of creative, got round to evaluating uh, the fifty creative uh, uh, copy tests and assignments we had done in the auditorium on that day, and uh, they found one and uh, which liked, and uh, they're like, "Who's this guy?" And they looked at the name, oh, he's here, he's in client service. Yeah. So they went and got me and put me in creative. Yeah. Well, I mean, in 1996, so yeah, I mean, uh, Smithers in those days, I think, was universally referred to as the Ministry of Advertising, but uh, be that as it may. Um, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, but yeah. just, just, just to cover off one thing here about this gap year. Gap year is not something that happens to, to rich kids. Okay, listen, I mean... Fortunately, I don't, you know, sort of do any work with WPP. As you know, anybody over 30, um, you know, is, is on a gap year. And, oh, and yeah. between uh, WPP and uh, Cyril Ramaphosa, I'm, 2020 is one big gap year for somebody of my age. So I'm, I'm also out there. But, um, yeah, you know. Both, both me and you, Gordon. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't have any dreads either. I also lost my dreads a while ago. Neither does the doc for that matter. Uh, <laughs> I think, and yes, coming yes, back, yes. and not we, that we want to dwell too much on, on, on in the past, but I think was Harry Herber um, part of the Smithers setup in those days? Because if he was, your your yes, uh, yes. your introduction yes, yes, to media was. would have been spectacular. <laughs> yes, um, we actually, yeah, I I got to spend a lot of time with that, and and at that time, yeah, media was, uh, you know, I was still in house, you know, oh. in the agencies. So, um, yeah, it was just around the corner. So I did spend a, a lot of time with, with Harry Herber. Um, I spent time learning about uh, uh, advertising research back then, the systems, Rams, Telmar, this, that, that. So, yeah, <laughs> I 
So I mean, I a learned a little bit. Oh, from from Harry, you would have learned more than a little bit, and uh, at least half of what you learned from Harry is publishable. I would have thought the other half probably best uh, left alone. <laughs> um, but you know, so yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's been a while. I mean, you, you've you've your industry service has been outstanding. You've worked on on the XCOP Creative Circle. You've been chair of the Luries. I mean, if you think about the journey. Uh, have we made any progress? I mean, sometimes I look at where we are now and I think back to those days in the 90s um, and I'd already been in the industry for 20 years then. Uh, you know, ha have we made any progress at all? And, and, and we're edging towards this issue of diversity. Um, you know, you were lucky. Yeah. I mean, Quenku is the most remarkable character and Doc, we've got to get him on. Um, amongst other things, his achievements are extraordinary, but um, he was the chief scout of South Africa. I mean, you know, he, he really had a passion for, for young people and, and, and bringing the best out of young people. An amazing guy. But, um, yeah. you know. He really uh, opened the, doors for me and lots of others. So the divi d diversity, have, I mean, have we progressed 24 odd years, 25 years later? I mean, are we any better off? Are we, do we have any better game plan at getting diversity off the ground in advertising? Yeah, look. So... If you if you look around um, at uh, at numbers or at faces, um, you would think, yeah, it looks a lot different um, um, than what it used it, it, it used to. Uh, let's say twenty five years ago, you know, there's a lot more um, a lot more well black people in advertising and people of um, of other races and also other genders, mm. you know, um, yeah, but. Um, I think if you if you if you look at um, at it um, kind of critically, you know, and take a closer look of it, I've I've always maintained, you know, if if um, you have, uh, let's say, twenty black interns, right, as opposed to one black account director and one black creative director or, or strategy director um what, what what's more effective you know what i mean and for me uh numbers don't always um uh equal to influence or clout okay so 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 for me yes there's a, a lot more black people um a lot more uh women and um yeah but for me my question is uh do those people have have uh, have uh, have the clout or do they have are they empowered uh, to, 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 to make decisions, um, uh, are their voices heard in, in, in those uh, boardrooms or in those meeting rooms? You know, so, so that's the question I, I, I would, um, would uh, kind of throw right back into the thing. But then again, um, I, I see a lot more, a lot more uh, uh, black, let's say, uh, uh, leaders within industry. When I say leaders, I mean leaders within departments and 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 and, and all of that. Uh, I do. Yeah, and I think you know. I guess you know. And again, you know, we've touched on this topic before with with various people. It's about meaningful transformation, and it's about having the right people doing the right things, adding real value. Uh, as opposed to, you know, the old window dressing. And I think one of the topics that I'd really like to get into now, uh, Wing Wing, is you've moved some of your, your thinking and your consulting work these days is, is around diversity in marketing. And I think one, and, and, and sadly, I don't think it's the end uh, or the last time we're going to see a, a, a massive mistake like the latest, uh, the, the, the clicks and um, 
Jezume, I mean, Gordon, you know, looking at that, and we've all looked at it a few times, I actually genuinely thought it was so bad, I thought it was like sabotage. It, it could not mm. ever have been a mistake. Yeah. It, it's it's yeah. impossible. It was like one of the yeah. worst pieces of work that I think most of us have seen. Yeah, and so, you know, that, that, that yeah, it was, it yeah. was just, I couldn't believe it. And I mean, I discussed it as most of us did with various people. You know, and I think there's, it's, yeah. I mean, diversity has been around for a bit, and I want to chat a little bit about that. But I mean, it's no more t- t- yeah. better time or more opportune time than now. So if you can just take us through yeah. uh, for our listeners out there, your diversity in marketing training, you, you're doing it. How do people get hold of it? What does it entail? Uh, and, and who's it aimed at? You know, is it, is it just for agencies? Is it for clients as well? Or yeah. for the general public? You're listening to The Dark and the Guru, proudly brought to you by Infinity Media. So, so first and foremost, you know, as, as a creative, I've always maintained that, uh, I've always believed that no creative person deliberately uh, sets out to offend, right? Okay, but let's, let's park that. Um, I do agree with you that the, the clicks thing was, uh, <laughs> was unbelievable. You know, it was unbelievably bad. Right. Um, okay. So, but I also want to say that um, having diverse uh, diversity in, in within your organization, marketing department, within your agency, I think it's because because all of us, you know, we, we come from different backgrounds, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, so we see things differently, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you also add uh, gender into the mix. You know, there's race, there's uh, there's social kind of, you know, divisions, and then and then there's gender and, and all of that. And and um, so so I'm I'm not uh, kind of immune from from my own kind of biases. You know, yeah. I've I once got into trouble. You know, and and had to and and got a a, a rap over the knuckles from the well they're now called the ARP um, um, advertising regulatory board for for an ad I did, and uh, you know, which I kind of was blind to the to the to the problem of gbv in the country mm, you know yeah. we're just caught up you know in the in the concept and the execution and whatever sure. and uh, missed this other thing completely you yeah. know so that happens right yeah. but um i think um having um people um yeah diverse backgrounds and and who see things differently you know i think that 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 that, that, that helps kind of helps everybody across the board um, uh, just mitigate uh, those, those 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 blind spots and and, and all of that. And uh, look, um, Doc, I think we also have to 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 admit that um, uh, in this country, because of our of our, of our, based of our, on on our history, there's a well, there's a certain kind of group of people who've um, had no choice or had no had no op- option but to uh, expose and be exposed to to other cultures in order. Well. Um, I don't want to survive or whatever. Mm. I do not know. Um, so I, I think it would be a miss um, for us not to tap into, 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 into you know, that, 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 that group of people, that demographic. And another thing that's important is, is, is also to understand that brands in this, well, most brands in this country serve a diversity of people, you know, across mm. all, all excuse me, all kind of cultural and racial and whatever uh, 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 boundaries. And 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 um, just from a consumer's perspective, um, 
it, it, it makes me happy and, 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 and makes me feel good and have uh, good feelings towards a brand when I see them uh, recognizing me as, as a consumer. I'll give you an, an example. For a very long time, a very long time, I don't know how many decades, um, black people in this country were always saying, yeah, how come BMW ignores us? The brand BMW ignores us. When black people, yeah, I don't have the numbers, buy a ton of BMWs, mm-hmm. you know? And, and the BMWs advertising for a very long time was very European in its look and mm-hmm. feel and whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know if you've noticed, uh, three weeks or four weeks ago, mm-hmm. BMW brought out an ad yeah, uh, for like a, a new edition um, basically, that 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 pays homage yeah. to the Kusheshe, the three to five IS yeah. uh, from the eighties and early nineties. So that that car, that Kusheshe, okay, uh, gained legendary status in the black townships of this country. That name Kusheshe was uh, bestowed on it by the streets, township streets of of, of South Africa. Mm-hmm. Okay, with no. BMW uh, support or, or whatever, you know, mm, yeah. it just and people took that thing and, and made it their own and whatever. So, so for me, finally, BMW has um, you know, has paid homage, yeah. you know, to, to 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 the culture, okay, yeah, and say we recognize you and and uh, this is you know this car, you know, that used to be called the Kusheshe, it's grown up now, it's this thing, this new limited edition thing and whatever. For me, that is pretty. Cool, and for me, just as a as a black South African, that's that's when I feel that yeah, um, South African advertising is doing its job, you know, because you know what I I think advertising in South Africa is a relatively small industry, right? Mm. But its influence is huge, is mm. huge. It far kind of surpasses its contribution to the GDP in rands and cents. You know, it, it's, uh, you know, advertising who shapes how, you know, to, to, to an extent, how we look and feel about ourselves and how we feel about certain things in, in the world and, and, and in our lives, you know. So that's why, you know, we need to have uh, 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 diversity and representativity so that that narrative or whatever is not lopsided. Yeah, and for me, you know, coming at it from the limited perspective of media, which is my point of entry, you know, what saddens me is to see cultural diversity or, you know, whether it's gender or or, or sexual orientation or race, whatever the case may be, but to see diversity, Mm -hmm. which is then not expressed in an equally diverse media application drives me around the twist. You know, so, I mean, I I see ads which are clearly designed for with, with, with some diverse sensitivity in mind but they just kind of average it out down the middle in terms of the media player and i would really love to see you know in your workshop in the fullness of time you know that uh, the diversity that you and and i know you're working with jillian Wrightford, and i know you've got a very strong team and and a third colleague there whose name escapes me but i'd love to see that being played out in the media application as well there's no point in having uh, a platform like lxfm or uh, any one of the smaller stations without uh, giving them uh, a chance to to participate in, in the uh, in the narrative. 
Yeah, and just, I mean... Ab- absolutely. Yeah, and, and I think, uh, obviously, Gordon, I, I share your view on that. And just, you know, just back to you, uh, if you don't mind, Ringwood, just back to your earlier point about that diversity in marketing program. How do people get hold of it? If someone's listening out there, they're very keen to get involved. I think a lot of companies are, are, are either have got yes. some program in play or they're thinking about it, or if they're not, geez, then, uh, then I, I really am worried about them. So how do people get hold of the program? Uh, is it online? Okay. So, 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 Doug, um, the 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 masterclass uh, is um, is um, presented in the form of three modules, right? Uh, my colleagues are Gillian Radford, who's um, a former agency leader and has been doing uh, education and training um, for with marketers and uh and uh and agencies for quite some time now yeah. and then there's also uh Musidi Sireto, who's a who's a, a seasoned marketing professional former cmo of uh of uh, vodacom uh amongst the many other uh big brands and then there's me and then now uh, the the, the, the master classes take place over zoom for now okay okay two mornings um over zoom um Two, two mornings on, on Zoom. There's three modules, and uh, I'll just kind of give you just uh, uh, just a brief overview of um, of what they are. So, module one, uh, the theme is uh, understanding your consumer in the context of the South African consumer landscape and the role your brand plays. So that touches on understanding the nuances of consumer demographics, knowing brand pur- purpose with the consumer uh, la- uh, lens. Uh, learn how to find deep transformative insights and, and etc. The the second module uh, is developing effective empathetic communication. So that reviews uh, uh, firstly reviewing advertising case studies, good and bad, with a diversity lens, understanding the tonality of the brand and the conversations that the right to engage in, and 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 such. And then module three is about crisis management and uh, so. Uh, unpacking, understanding the principles of reputation management, discussing how to deal with fallout and emotional response, clarifying the role of the board and key stakeholders, and learning how to use the crisis management toolkit. Um, but I think what's important is uh, it's it's not a lecture as such. I think uh, the few of us, as uh, you know, with our experiences, um, decided to actually do something because it's a huge glaring. Uh, uh, um, gap or issue, and it's a huge issue in in in, in our industry. So um, we we want to have conversations and uh, talk about our experiences, what we know, and uh, for you know um, our audience, uh, be it marketers or agency professionals or, or anybody else who's interested, to kind of um, you know talk about their experiences, uh, their frustrations, and things they 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 still would like to find out more about. And it's 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 that type of thing, yeah. Okay, and, and I mean, how do people, so if, if someone wants to get hold of you, is there a website or do I, do I get hold of you on social media? How do I get... Uh, so, okay, I'll it? give you two contacts. Okay. Okay, perfect. I'll give you two contacts. People can either get hold of Gillian uh, Radford uh, at uh, G-I-L-L-I-N at adtherapy.co.za. Ad therapy, A D T H E R A P Y. So it's Jillian at adtherapy.co.za or get hold of Musidi at uh, musidi1 at me.com. Musidi1, M O S I D I 1, uh, number one, yeah. at me at me.com. Or they can get hold of me 
Q-I-N-G-Q-I-L-E at gmail.com Q-I-N-G-Q-I-L-E at uh, uh, gmail.com Doug, you're gonna you're gonna try and pronounce that again. Now, thank you for letting us off the hook there, because that was <laughs> that was the one note I was working my way up to. But if it's okay with you, we're gonna stick to yeah. it. Wing, wing. Um, I would hate to be no, culturally insensitive or. <laughs> but I think you know, Gordon, on a, on a on a serious note, I think you know that's part of of South Africa. You know, is is facing up to the yeah. embarrassments and the things that we can't say and, and we you know and, and and i think we've all gone through it through our lives as south africans in not just in marketing and media but in business you know and the, and and the interesting and, and i guess for me a sad part is that a lot of companies are talking about diversity training like it's a new concept you know i go back to when my career first started 31 years ago yeah. in firestone port elizabeth now you know if you look at at the eastern cape uh, i'm talking uh, the old south africa the pre-mandela yes. days you know it was yes. a hot a hotbed of 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 um, spikes yeah. A lot of American influence talking about disinvestment. I worked for Firestone, the American company. Yes. The big employer down there was General Motors, yeah. American company, Goodyear, and so on and so on. And those years, I'm talking 31 years ago, yes, we yes. were we had sessions that were still called stereotype yes. reduction workshops those days. Today, now you must understand that the, wow. we're not talking about we're not talking about white collar guys with a paper cut. We're talking about wow. factory workers yeah. for the very first time 31 years ago. Yes. You put yes, in yes. black. And colored people oh, ahead of white guys in the hierarchy management. Now you must understand. Now you've got white people not used to it. You know we have, and we had these sessions. Now mm. I guess, and I go back. I mean, it was run by a psychologist because the thing got it got completely sideways day one. Because you know you're talking about a physical fight here, but yeah. people are now yes, you've got yes. first, the first thing, the first obvious difference you see is color. You see a black guy and a white guy. Then you see a woman and a man. Yeah. That's that's obvious. And then you see a guy who's got a, a shirt and a tie and you guess yes. he's probably a manager and you've got a guy who's in a, a, a work uh, overall and you guess he's, yes. he's a guy who is a production guy on the factory floor. Yes. And and what the professor did, uh, Professor Louis Kampf, I remember it like it was, like it was yesterday. 30 years ago, he, 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 he yes. scratched that, that scar of differences and he brought out but it's a dangerous thing eh? because i've read a lot of work on it and it's very mixed mixed thinking in terms of what do you how mm. much of the differences do you highlight before you start patching it together and he started yeah. putting up old yeah. school flip charts you know what i mean the differences that people can see yeah. but didn't want to verbalize no, no, no one wants to go first eventually once that damn wall breaks yeah. i mean guys got they wanted to physically stuff yeah. each other up then he started saying but hold on whoa the whole idea of this exercise is to yeah. look for the non-obvious similarities so he started looking at things like sexual yes, orientation yes, yes. now those days it's taboo eh? So that didn't yeah. come out that people would talk yeah, quite yeah, freely yeah. about their religious beliefs. So suddenly you'd find a, a, a yeah. black factory worker sharing a Catholic faith, as an example, with a yeah. another lady. You know what I mean? Suddenly he started talking about yeah. kids, how many children, two yes, and two. Yes, yes, two yes. And then he started getting into the really, <laughs> and now I'm talking about emotions come flowing. Now people are in tears at this stage through yes, kids yes, with yes. special needs. You know, so suddenly he started saying, but hold on, yes. the foreman on the floor has got a kid with special needs 
as does the Jewish lady in accounting. Mm. Very, and, 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 and what yes. I'm saying is, at the end yes. of the day, you, you know, I still get goosebumps now talking about the power of it. But if, if it's done incorrectly, ooh, it could get dysfunctional. And so mm. we, I mean, what I'm saying is back to, yes. back to those days. Yeah. So Firestone, and I take my hat off for them, were almost pioneers in that sense. And that's why, and I don't want to just talk about my experiences, but I think, you know, for our listeners mm. out there, if your company is not doing something, then shame on them. I, you, you, you guys are in the wrong movie. You know, get a hold of, of people, talk, mm. be part of it. I know Jillian, uh, get a hold of Jillian, be part of the conversation and, and start the, you know, start yes. the process of, of putting on the Band-Aid. So, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, and, and, and I think, you know, that's a great note, a positive note on, on which to end that you, we can't just leave this kind of thing to circumstance and the, and the opportunity that maybe we'll have a drink together and find each other. It, there has to be a more structured, a structured approach. And uh, yeah. Yeah. so well done to yeah. you and, and, and the team for, for, for taking this on. And we, we're really keen to chat with you in a, in a couple of weeks down the line to see how, how it's moving and the kind of results that you're experiencing. So we, good luck to you and Gillian and the team. Thank you so much for... Uh, for joining us today Thanks and to our listeners uh, if you have Thanks any questions chat, yeah we'll we'll post it out you you'll we'll see the links we'll promote it uh, on linkedin uh twitter and, and facebook have a look uh, please join in and i think if you have any questions and you and you're battling to get hold of wing wing just push them through us and we will direct the queries but i think this would be a, a narrative and almost a, a workshop uh week yeah. we, we could they think can, about they can in also the future find me on linkedin yeah. linkedin yeah, you, yeah. Your linkedin presence that was where i found you as well um, so Wing Wing thanks for the time yeah, um, yeah, really perfect. appreciate it and to our listeners Thank out gentlemen. there please enjoy it and please engage with uh, the diversity program and so that was another episode of the Doc and the Guru please don't uh, forget to get a hold of us on Facebook like us follow us uh, subscribe to the podcast and then from my side you can get a hold of me on LinkedIn Dr. Doug Mataz I'm uh, very active and very keen to hear about your views uh, and certainly will respond and hopefully we can bring that into the show. Thanks, Doc. And it's uh, Gordon Muller, the guru, signing off. Thank you for being with us and listening into this podcast today. You can pick up the discussion with me on my Twitter handle, at Mzanzi Media. And I'd love to engage with you on any of the issues that we've taken on in the show. And take us at our word. This is really going to be an open forum. There are no subjects that are taboo. And we'd love to have some of the younger, more under-listened, if that's the correct phrase, uh, voices to join us uh, in this discussion. Thanks for your time. The Dark and the Guru proudly brought to you by Infinity Media, incubating innovative businesses in the media industry.